0: Feral
1: Audio. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Slip my throat now. With with pleasure. Acapella music can be terrible. Mm -hmm. Those drawn to acapella are not troubled visionaries fueling their art with an acute awareness of the dark absurdity of existence. There are no Kurt Cobains or David Bowies or Kenny Logginses in the acapella universe. It doesn't take conscience-changing pathos or a sharp satirical mind to give it a go with no instruments. No, those driven to acapella are nice looking preppies who gather a bunch of unremarkably good singers and try to blow our minds with their impressions of instruments. Most acapellists are university fancies hoping their little college singing troupe can break through to the level of acapella power player. And oh, how that next level has exploded. Thanks to the movie Pitch Perfect, the TV show Glee, and the website YouTube.com, acapella covers of popular hits are everywhere. And most of them make you cringe. (laughs) These are so bad. Listen to this by one of the turdiest acapella groups out there, Voca People. They're doing a melody of movie themes. They throw jokes in. This is terrible. I don't know about you guys, but when I hear this, I don't feel like being seen in public for a year. The last time Uh-oh. I saw this many people put this much into
2: work into something this stupid was on the set of Norbit. <laughs> this is garbage.
1: This is like the drum and bugle core of vocal music, except worse. Well listen, sometimes acapella songs transcend the integrity drowning swamps in which most of these performances fester, dodging our expectations. They are the sugar, how can I talk over this? They're the sugar on our lemon, and when we're bracing for shitty, they power forward to elevate the performances all the way to okay. I'm skeptical. Welcome to Beyond Yacht Rock, Okay Pella. This is the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast, the podcast that creates musical genres week after week, counts down the best songs in said genres. My name is JD Riznar. I'm Hollywood Steve Huey. Happy New Year. I'm Dave Lyons. Yeah, this is Hunter. Hey, we started our ne- next batch of 50. Yeah, look it's at that. 2017. It's season two of Beyond Yacht Rock. They said we'd never make it. Because we invented the term yacht rock that you guys love so much. We like to throw a bone to the Yarrog genre every week, and this time Hollywood Steve has picked a beauty. What is this song called, Steve? JD, this is John O'Banion
3: from the year 1981 with his number 24 hit "Love You Like I Never Loved Before." Uh, this is from his self-titled debut album. It was the only hit of his career. John was an AOR singer who started his career singing with some side band of. Tonight Show band leader Doc Severinson of all people. I couldn't find any research on it. I didn't try very hard, obviously, <laughs> But there wasn't a whole lot on the, the, the first Google. Uh, John appeared on the Tonight Show five times, as, yeah. as well as appearing on Merv Griffin, Mike Douglas, and the pilot episode of Star Search, which he won. He looks like a Star Search winner. He
1: really <laughs> he does. does. He's a nice-looking fella, nice haircut.
2: This is a good song, Steve. Would you, would you put this on the Toto hole? hold the line yes because in parts
3: it's practically a straight up rewrite of hold the line I, listen I, I don't know about that hold
1: the hold the line, line. listen to this song listen <laughs> it, it, makes, it makes intuitive listen sense listen this song listen. This fucking songs orgasmic man if you, I think if you had sex to this song, and you both came, or all four of us, I should say, came at one time. You're into foursomes? With you bros. Yeah. Like, during that crescendo of the chorus, I think we'd die and go to Yacht Rock Heaven, and then we go finally find out who killed Coco. Oh, yeah. A lot of theories out there. Werewolves. Coco. Yeah. This dude has a pretty hot cover of the Bertie Higgins
2: staple, Casablanca. Uh, off of his 97 uh, album, Hearts. Good pronunciation on Casablanca, Dave. Uh, yeah, for, Hearts. Uh, you sound uh, like sound. a real Casablancan. Thank you.
3: Hearts was uh, was John's jazz-oriented comeback album. Uh, it also has a cover of Donald Fagan's IGY, What a Beautiful World. And, I uh, listened to
1: that cover, oh, yeah? but since the album's from 1997, it's smooth jazz, and it's the first cover I've heard of that, and I hated it, so I'm disappointed. Uh, it
0: also begs the question, if no one's ever heard of you, can you have have a comeback album
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a comeback
3: to active recording why don't you start that over there i think it's about to end i will when it ends okay all right uh john had a second album uh, danger from 1982 which had the song i don't want to lose your love which was not a hit for him but it was covered for a number two country hit by crystal gale Ooh, loretta lynn's sister yes uh Bobby Kimball is really the only big name on this album. Uh, we, a couple of us tried to figure out if he sang on this particular song or not. I think he did. Yeah, it was inconclusive, but I'll go with Hunter's assessment. You, when, got, you that got
0: orgasmic a, part. That orgasmic part, you, you got to have Kimble. Bobby Kimball. Oh yeah, you're right. That's yeah. He blew his Kimballs. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! First one
3: of the year. Wow! Uh, I want to throw <laughs> so the focus onto the other session guys who put this album together: Joey Carbone and Richie Zito. Hey! hey. They're not—they're not, uh, they're not uh, necessarily yacht rock guys, but uh, they're session veterans who could at least recreate the sound when they had to. Were you talking about Joey Carboni? Yeah, yeah Joey, Joey Carboni and Richie what,
2: Zito. You know, from around the block. That's okay. what people actually called him Was Joey Carboni? <laughs> yeah. Joey Carboni was a songwriter and a
3: keyboard player. He worked with, among many others, yacht-adjacent artists like Air Supply, England Dan and John Ford Coley, and Jon Stewart with an H. He also produced multiple Alyssa Milano albums at the close of
2: the eighties. Good for him. Way to bury the lead, Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
0: know. I know that album. It's good.
2: There's yeah. multiple albums. Yeah. Alyssa Milano doesn't put out crap. No,
0: she does uh, not. Just so you know, Lenny Castro was also on this album. Oh, okay. He's a sweet percussionist. Also. Now, is percussion important? It is. I. That's my theory. Is percussion it's important been a year. to yacht soul? I've tested the theory so far, and it's passed each test. Uh, also, bassist Dennis Belfield, who played with Rufus and Three Dog Night, uh, he session gigged with some fringe yacht rockers like Seals and Crofts. Later years, Michael Franks, Alessi, and surprise, surprise!
1: Jim Photo
2: Glow. Hell yeah. Well, I've yet to hear a Jim Photo
1: Glow Yacht Rock song, though. Wait, what are we talking... Who, who are these people we're talking to? Who they're they're on this song. Dennis Belfield. On- Why are we going into the history of every single person on this song? Wait, let me get no, back to Richie Zito. Rockers. I haven't talked about Richie Zito okay. yet.
0: He said no one uh, that had anything to do with okay,
1: Yacht Okay, so you read this paragraph on Rick, Richie, Richie Zito. Richie Zito was a guitarist and a songwriter. This, li- this list of names is going to be a list of people, everyone. <laughs> he started it's his rock.
3: career playing... <laughs>
1: With Neil Sedaka, oh. Eric Carmen, including two. the Yatsky song, Change of
3: Heart. Vyatsky rated, I should say. Uh, also, England Dan and John Ford Coley and Carol Bayer-Sager. Uh, he worked five. a lot with Elton John in the early 80s, did a shit ton more session work started producing on some movie soundtracks, and then he produced Cheap Trick's hugely underrated hair metal comeback album, Lap of Luxury, featuring their number one hit, The Flame, the only one of their career. And he produced a bunch
0: more mainstream rock after that until Grunge killed it all off. I I just want to point out that on, on a bone throw, you should name the guys who worked with Yacht Rock.
1: To a point. I'm introducing some, some point, new characters to the cast of characters. At some point, talk about how the song makes you feel for the love of fuck. Yeah. I mean know. it's it's lists of names you we keep. Did. naming. Makes me feel great. Okay. Uh what's the epilogue on this guy, Steve? Every Steve story. Doesn't make story, me feel that great. Uh, every Steve story has to end with a death. John
3: O'Banion uh was hit by a car in New Orleans oh. in the early 90s. He survived. Uh, but he had to deal with the long-term effects of blunt force trauma, and those effects eventually claimed his life in 2007 yeah. at age 60.
1: Basically 25 years of misery before he died. Like a retired
0: <laughs> football player. But he had a comeback
1: in between there. <laughs> um, we got to talk about a very important genre called Okpella. No. No. Uh... Um, Websterino's Italian English Dictionary translates a cappella to literally in the manner of the Sistine Chapel where choirs were known to perform without accompaniment. So in general it means music with no instrumentation, a choir with no band, music made entirely by the human voice. Yes,
0: it's, it's as exciting as going to a white church without the marginally entertaining Christian tales of violence and fantasy. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. <laughs> uh, you should have
3: picked an a acapella
0: version of crying in the chapel because
1: that's how this music's going to make all of us feel well before the end of the show. Amen, brother. Uh, Riznar's Dictionary defines today's genre acapella thusly. Acapella music that's not totally embarrassing. And honestly, this song, Don't Worry, Be Happy, while a great example of one of the only ever acapella hits in pop music history, and I do generally like this song, but it's not good enough to make, it's too good to make my list, I should say, and that's showing you just how low a bar it can be for acapella music.
3: You're saying this is better than okay, Pella.
1: Yes, yes. Also, one of the most hated
3: songs of all time. Not I actually liked it a lot.
1: Not at the time. <laughs> at Everybody the time. liked it. Yeah,
3: I
2: liked it at the time. I was yeah. in junior high. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with this song. I, this, this isn't my opinion. I'm just saying what
1: I know. Wait, so what do you think of the song? I think it's fine. Okay, there you yeah, go. It's good. It's okay. It's, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of acapella music out there, and to scour all of it to find a forgotten original, like the lost. Don't worry, be happy. I would have clawed my ears out. So today I'm gonna to focus on okay pellet covers of songs that we know and love. But not entirely without embarrassment. No, I mean they're not completely embarrassing. Yeah. They're still embarrassing, just not horribly so. Like you can listen to it without feeling empathetic embarrassment for the people performing it.
0: These songs are a cringeworthy monument to the American education system. <laughs> but I guess if I'm listening to them, there might be a chance they, they have interesting taste in music. Like, if you were to ask them who their favorite rock band is, a few of them might not say the Beatles. A
3: few. So
0: so it's going to be like a slightly
3: more adventurous,
1: like, modern version of your hit parade, basically. Um, so a lot of what makes acapella rise to the level of okay-pella is inspired, bold song choice. For example, this song by Weeby Jazzin. That's W-I-B-I-J-A-Z-Z apostrophe N apostrophe. There's the embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Apostrophes and I all the, the right It places. looks too close Don't to Weeby Jizz. <laughs> it really does. That's all I see. Listen. Ooh. Yeah. Acapella Steely Dan's oh, pegs. That's kind of cool, right? Well, listen. This is actually embarrassing garbage. Why didn't this make the list? Well, in acapella, a lot can go off the rails and make you cringe. Let's skip ahead to the mouth version of the Jay Graydon solo. Yes.
0: You'll need the lights above it.
1: Do Well, that's not bad. We all love this classic solo. And this person's mouth is doing a pretty good job recreating it. But carry no praise in a cappella covers. For you know not when the lame demon they are trying to entertain is going to demand a mouthful of red garbage meat. Pull for this song. It's about to go way wrong. It will come back to you. It will come
3: back to you.
1: Oh, fuck you, man. This song just lost me. Toss this off to the god-awful pile of regular a cappella garbage. Um, so really, all I'm listening for in Ocapella are acapella covers, interesting song choices, and no off-the-rails moments like that that will make you wish you want to vomit your balls out of your mouth. These songs are okay, to me. My my cohorts believe that they're worse than okay. I think they're okay. Look at the amount of pain Hunter's in right now. I,
0: I, I don't know what... I listen to these, I get a visceral reaction. I I I, I hurt.
1: Um, it makes me want to go eat a big pile of red meat. Yeah, I need some meat. I, I, need, it, I, it's, yeah. I need. It's Hunter's vegetarian lifestyle. Aggressive. It's Hunter's vegetarian lifestyle staring him in the face, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't like what he sees. What? Um, never mind.
0: I, I, but listen. No, they need whoever mouth kazooed that that Jay Graydon solo needs to be
1: punished by having their lips ripped off in Jay Graydon's name. I pray. Um, so like. Like, like this mood mu- Like, if you like this music, okay, like I do. Like a warning. Never, ever, ever, ever watch the videos of an acapella group singing these songs. It will instantly strip them of their okay status. There is nothing more embarrassing than watching semi-charismatic nobodies putting their hearts into doing impressions of the instruments in more charismatic people's songs. <laughs> so let's do this.
3: Ugh. Why do they have my
1: picture? <laughs> I don't want them to have my uh, picture. Go away. Today,
0: You do, you today, do get a 50-50 oh. reaction of more violence or just feeling sorry for them if you do watch the video.
1: Um, today, we, in honor of the genre, we're going to do a cappella bumpers. So Dave. And number number. number. Alright, on July 5th, 2011, Australian goofball Gotye blew everyone's minds with a simple song about a breakup that cut to the emotional core of ex-boyfriends everywhere. This DIY production, the beautiful guest vocal by Kimbra, and a very compelling video turned this song into a YouTube smash. Get this, 844 million views. I love this song. song. Somebody that I used to know. I always have loved somebody that I used to know. I've never gotten sick of it. It's great. It deserves all its success. But wait. In February of 2012... Acapella Superstars Pentatonics were smart enough to release an acapella cover version of somebody that I used to know to siphon off over 50 million views on YouTube. 50 50,
3: fucking million?
1: Many of which I think were probably just the original video ending, and this one starting before people could stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, they did introduce that autoplay feature on YouTube. I gotta tell you, this song is 100% absolutely okay.
0: I gotta tell you, it feels like they're... Using this Gautier song to goatsey my ear holes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: goatsey? Oh, Don't well. get it on the internet. Okay. okay. Um, let's see. Uh, all right. Oh. What? D- Dave. Hmm? What? Dave, <laughs> say so. your thing. Say
2: your thing. Oh. Uh, pentatonics. Hunter missed his, so. Uh, uh, pentatonic's are the envy of every university vocal group out there. I have a second cousin-in-law that sings with the Spartan Discords, which I can only assume are named after the hardcore DC label run by the seminal punk rock icon Ian MacKay. Oh, he likes punk? Do they, yeah. do, they do Fugazi uh, acapella covers? No, and actually, I don't know if it's Discords or Ladies First or whatever the hell. <laughs> <laughs> Battling acapella groups they are, but she posts a lot of photos of her and her friends in front of pentatonic signs. I'm assuming just before they go see pentatonics. Probably. These, ga- these guys. What? <laughs> these guys. Freudian slip there. Are the okay Pella high watermark within their own circle.
3: Yeah. So this
0: is the group that other okay Pella ensembles wish they were. Exactly. Absolutely. So you want to know why? It's because they put an X in their name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. According Pentatonix. to Wikipedia, they put an X in their name to make them more appealing. Ooh. And I quote, more appealing. That's their what, name,
3: Pentatonix. That's feet. what strippers do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but- but this melody has, it contains seconds and six. Well, it's because they named it them It screws up the, the group name. A little, little music theory joke yeah. yeah. there.
1: Pentatonic scale is yeah. it's a five-note scale. Yeah. Because there's it, five it lacks, people in the group. It lacks the second and the sixth note of the um, so scale. These guys got together to, to win a contest to meet the cast of Glee. What the fuck? They added a bass singer and a beatboxer they saw on YouTube and competed in the NBC acapella contest, the sing-off. And hey, they won it. <laughs> it was one, and uh, this was one of their first YouTube videos. Uh, they're the hottest names in acapella right now. They got a great, cur- they got a great career singing greater artists' music slightly less well and with way fewer instruments than the original.
2: So they, the the prize was meeting the cast of Glee. Of their original contest that they. Jesus, had, I worked uh, at Paramount and I would go out of my way by two stages <laughs> to avoid the
0: cast of Glee. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm gonna stay on script on this one because I I want to get on my high horse. Mm-hmm. You know when you meet a racist that says. Uh, B E T. It's not like there's white entertainment television. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a show on NBC called The Sing Off, and these
1: guys won it.
0: So <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's a really
3: good way of classifying this, this genre. You need
1: W E T loop Pentatonix's videos. <laughs> yeah, these these, these this, harmonies these, are
3: these harmonies are as smooth as mayonnaise. Uh, pitch
2: pipe, Dave. Let's get oh, on to the yeah, next one. All right, floor. here we go. Um, we're gonna do this one in F, okay? Phil? Okay.
0: All right. I'll try this one. Start up. <laughs> Number 9,
1: nine. 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 <laughs> We're getting worse. Really good at this. All right, listen to this. This is my number one sultry hit, Damn, I Wish I Was Your Lover, originally by super sexy Sophie B. Hawkins, this time by one of the millions of college a cappella groups, the Claremont Shades.
2: I'm disappointed in their name. Most of these have like really clever names, like about the caliber of uh,
1: college improv groups. Mm-hmm. Like my ex was in one called Sketchy People. Yeah, yeah. this one has no pun. We'll hear a yeah. lot of great ones later yeah. on. Uh, so the beatboxer in this song, I feel like, does a great job mimicking that choo-choo train beat of the original song. There it is. And the singers are nailing the bending tone of the synthesizer. That Anyone took this sultry hit and decided to sing it with no instruments is kind of awesome to me, but it's a really inspired choice for an acapella cover. Uh-huh. The lead singer isn't nearly as good as Sophie B. Hawkins, and nope. the parts, when you can really tell its voices get near cringiness, but they don't cross that line for me. I disagree. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but, but listen, what do you expect from a group of kids who to to be the best singers at Claremont University maybe. That's you like, that's like you're being re- the tallest midget.
0: You remember <laughs> when this was the number 1 sultry hit? Yeah, that, I yeah, yeah. That yeah. it was supposed yeah. to be sultry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No mont of viagra could give me a boner <laughs> to this song. This took out the sultry of this entire song. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that the
3: lead singer has ever even said the word damn out loud before this <laughs> performance, uh,
0: but but let they alone do. taking a lover. But they do make shucks feel natural. Yeah, they do. That's, so, that's a good point, Hunter. Yeah. Oh my golly. <laughs> Holy smoke. Gee willikers. It never felt right. So the salt's gone, but the shucks is there. The-
1: hey, Jimmy, can we change this to shucks? I wish I was your lover. Can we change this to G golly? Willie, Wait, can, we, we... can
3: we change lover to just uh, right? companion, boon companion? Wife? Could it be wife?
0: That's, um, that's when it's acceptable, you know. I, I will say in the first song, uh, the beatboxing felt like a racial crime. <laughs> in this one, it didn't because it was. Uh, it's, this song is very white to begin with. Well,
1: the beatbox and the other is a black guy beatboxing and in, in pentatonic. I don't care. He also can play the cello while he beatboxes. <laughs> that's, that's how they that's found him on he was YouTube. Found, yeah. Uh, hey, and this, check out this.
2: This guy's doing this. He's black, but he plays the cello in beatboxes, and us white people like listen, it. Listen, so I can be in
0: our bands. I'm not naming names. I'm telling you how it feels. Okay. And it felt like a racial curve. <laughs> uh,
1: so forget Pentatonix. The Claremont Shades. Fun facts about them: they're the first, <laughs> the first co-ed a cappella group from the Claremont Colleges in Claremont, California. How about that? There's a the feat. First, so they paved the way for all the other ones. Yeah. Uh, and like a lot of these co- uh, college groups, Claremont Shades is like menudo. Students leave and new students come in, and they tour every year. And I wonder if it's like the NCAA, where the kids don't get paid. It's kind of a travesty. Like pay these a cappella groups college.
0: Well, I'll, I'll tell you how there was I guarantee you I know the origin story because I've heard this <laughs> origin story before I'm not going to say why but there was an official Claremont uh, uh, acapella group but they got power hungry and wouldn't let other people in and so somebody else broke off and started their own and then they got power hungry and wouldn't let people in and so they broke off, broke, broke off and started the first, uh, first uh, co-ed one mm-hmm. and and then it keeps going like that yeah. until finally there's 8 to 10 and they can have their own on-campus competition.
1: I mean, it's worth it. It's worth it because every now and then one of these college groups catch fire and become professionals. We hear about some of them later on in the council. <laughs> oh, we got a long way There's to a go. long history of acapella success going on here. Right.
0: But I just it's, want to point out, they, they sound innocent enough, but they're all power-hungry monsters when it comes to So it's kind of like a theater, a
2: college theater program Absolutely, behind the scenes. Okay.
3: Because this does remind me of when musical theater majors show up on karaoke night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this
2: These is, are band kids that couldn't play an instrument.
1: And this is the best <laughs> stuff I can find. This is the best stuff I can find, guys. All right, next. Uh, 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 yeah, give I'm us a tone. Now. Give us a tone. Number. 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 Oh, Somebody having, just laughed at us. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't this is not a college troupe. This is Thank a, God. a classic acapella group called the Persuasions, who for whatever reason did an entire album of U2 covers in 2005. But luckily they did because it was time. Yeah, this is perfectly pleasant to listen to. This cover of I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Uh, is the correct way to perform the song With soul that does not exist In Bono's couch cushions No matter how hard he's looking for it Yeah, this this one is actually tolerable Like, I wouldn't seek this yeah. out
3: But this is easily my favorite on this list
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely It's because these guys were yeah. real Like yeah. a hard-scrabbled group of musicians Who needed to make money by singing And therefore, and at one time Also made their own music So they were not not just cynical
1: reboots of like Adele songs. Yeah, this is the only song on the list that doesn't feel like I hate crime. Um, <laughs> listen, you, everybody listening, don't be disheartened that these guys say it's the best song. I feel like there's better songs coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I made this number eight. This is the only one that didn't give me that visceral reaction of anger <laughs> yeah. and and murder. Here's why. Here's why. Okay, you told me why. You two's the most secretly religious band ever to make it to the, the big time. That's not why. Uh, but they, they were never able to make us believe it. You know, like all the religious stuff they were singing about, it sort of went over our heads, or we didn't care.
3: Well, also, Bono wanted to be the Messiah, not sing about him necessarily. <laughs> right.
1: Right. So I never really listened to the lyrics, and I just assumed that this song was about finding the right kind of lady to have have sex with, but in hearing this Persuasions cover, I finally realized this song is about a guy looking for religion. It's a song prequel to Losing My Religion. It is? No. It would be the sequel, wouldn't it? No. I don't this know. This version or the YouTube version? Just the song in general. The song in general. I guess it depends on whichever one came out first. I think it was this one. Um. So, the Persuasions were the original Kings of Acapella. They've been totes acapella since their career began in 1970. Uh, when Frank Zappa, of all people, discovered them, they started their career doing things like opening for Frank Zappa's mothers in Carnegie Hall. Yeah, uh, Frank Zappa was a huge doo-wop fan, so he loved this kind of stuff, and... Uh, uh, the Persuasions uh, in
3: 2000 ended up doing a tribute album to Zappa with a bunch of his compositions called "Frankly Acapella." That was the first of their all-one-artist covers albums, which eventually led us
0: to this moment. And, and you said they were known as the original uh, kings of acapella. They, call,
1: they were called. What were they called? They were the, the, the original were, kings of acapella. They, yeah. But
0: that was their like nickname. That's what they're known as. Yeah. the kings of acapella. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The original kings of acapella. Yeah. Somebody probably called themselves the kings of acapella, and then they. Call themselves the original kings of acapella. Awesome. We've like got some canida- comedy gang.
1: We got some candidates for kings of acapella in here. <laughs> it's not,
0: it's not he's a- giving them the original because there's like eight more songs to go.
1: King of kings of acapella is, you know, it's kind of like calling a barge out in the ocean your own country and declaring yourself king of it. Yeah. Not the best kind of king to be, right? Um, so these guys laid the pavement for groups like Pentatonix. Thanks to the persuasions. <laughs> what a <laughs> legacy, no. asshole. No, they well, they, they, they like, just made yeah. a Living, they laid the foundation for the current acapella industry. It's a world built on it's a world built on hey, you know that song you like? Here's how it sounds with no instruments. This is a fun song to listen to because a lot of these guys are getting old. This recording, so. The, in it, he was in his early 60s when they recorded this, so listen for the bass guy, Jimmy Hayes, getting a little tired at some point.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, you can hear it.
0: There is a groundswell to try to get these guys into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Really? Yes. Let's get them in and, there. And, and not the Acapella Hall of Fame. My, my <laughs> the Rock and Roll Yes, because they fame. weren't laying the groundwork. They were, the, just, they were trying to make a living doing popular music at the time.
1: The Acapella Hall of Fame, the only the only Hall of Fame with no walls. <laughs> Why are you playing at me? Because like, we need to do a bumper. Oh. You gotta have that thing ready, man. Right. Okay. Okay. What, Music was still playing. What, what note? Uh, let's
2: let's do F again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Number. Jolene, Jolene,
3: Jolene, Jolene. Were you doing James Bond?
1: No, I was doing a little bit of... Oh, this was the song that broke me. Hey, here's our friend's Pentatonics again, but this time with a little help from a lady named Dolly Parton doing uh, a new version of Jolene. A new version. <laughs> so, how do you take a Dolly Parton performance of Jolene and rate it just okay? You just pair her with Pentatonics. Boom. Done. This is a, this is the last Pentatonic song, though, I swear. There's a trend where a cappella groups became hot uh, hot enough where they get a chance to record a cover with your original artist. This beatbox track is unforgivable. Well, they can't, you can't use a drum. What are you supposed to... I guess you could clap your hands. But the,
3: the, it, it,
1: that's the bass man. That's not the beatbox. Yeah.
0: No, that, that would go into a properly good song. It wouldn't...
1: The, 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 the beatboxing... <laughs> Listen. Okay, so I think this is terrible. <laughs> you guys, relax. This is very okay. It's fine. It's fine. everything's gonna be okay. Jolie didn't have a beat like this. This music is it's fine. It's not, but
3: but it's also just unnecessary. Like so many people, so many people would opt for the original over this. That there's no reason for this to even exist. There's vir- virtually no demand. It's not even embarrassing. Like it's not the kind of failed experiment that I would put in one of my episodes. So it's just
1: there. uh, no, Steve, I'll tell you something, though. There's so much demand for this music. No, there is. They're Most rich. of this song They're didn't really exist is. in the original. Yeah. Listen, this but this, this version, I think this came from when um, Pentatonic sang this with Dolly and Miley Cyrus on The Voice. Miley's not on this one, but there's this part that I think we've already heard where somebody else takes over leads from Dolly for no reason. That might have been mile, uh, Miley Cyrus's part in this arrangement.
3: J.D., and, I totally believe that insight. I would never have been able put in the level of thought about this song and
1: this arrangement to come to that realization. I take my show seriously even when nobody likes the music. Um, one last thing, this is not Dolly's only run-in with a bunch of acapella hacks. She also recorded this very song with Straight No Chaser in 2013. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> now this, I, now I understand
3: them. why she gave so much money to rebuild Gatlinburg is <laughs> because her heart yeah. is so full of giving Built. that she'll
1: even do this shit. Yeah, I just figured at some point she just thought, well, this I guess this is what I do now. Does anybody have like Rocapella's number? I, got, I haven't recorded <laughs> Jolene with them yet. Oh. Is the number C E X six? Ooh. Now this is an inspired song. Sure. It is. I will say that this yeah. is definitely yeah. this is the weird and awesome Peter Gabriel song "Digging in the Dirt" from 1992. Mm-hmm. I love this song, and it's the last song any a cappella group would choose in the song draft. That's why this is so very, very all right. At the point, in the, at this point in the countdown, some of the songs are getting very close to the good line. If yeah. you ask me, uh, this is this is Tufts' no Be- <laughs> This is Tufts' Be- Be- Beelzebubs. Tufts Beelzebubs. Beelzebub, Beelzebub. but digging in the dirt. Is it Beelzebub or is Beelzebub?
2: Are they they trying to be clever with it? You know, they got they they were big fans of Milton, I guess.
0: Because you have pentatonics and Beelzebubs. Mm -hmm. It's making me think that this is the the sound of (laughs) Satan.
3: See, everybody thinks it's heavy metal, but nobody remembers that heavy metal is awesome. This is the
0: kind of music that would torture you in hell. Well, this is secret. So it's like the Antichrist,
2: you know. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's like a, like a big you know, underground yeah, cult yeah. trying to break this music into the mainstream. It's living, it's living amongst us, like the Antichrist.
3: Yeah, it, it's going to take over during the thousand
1: years of tribulation that are soon to follow. Well, I don't think it's that serious. I think this is just a little singing group from Tufts University. Uh, a lot They've been around for a long time, so a lot of people have been in the bubs. That's what they call them, the bubs. The bubs. That's what the poopy kids call yeah. them. So... Beloved actor Peter Gabriel. He was in the... uh, Peter 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 Gallagher. Gallagher. Peter Gallagher. And one of the guys from Guster. Oh. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So the bubs started in the 60s, and they were mostly a barbershop style. Then in 1991, they added added beatboxing. Uh, And then that gave them a more contemporary style. Was
0: that when we started accepting uh, warmed-up garbage, like recycled garbage as
2: as entertainment in America? No. You know what happened? We've always accepted that. Music got fucking terrible. And you start seeing uh, karaoke contest shows like The Voice or American Idol. You start hearing shit like this. Everything's regurgitated. Guitar Hero gets popular with old songs because there's such a thirst for the great before because everything now is awful. These guys were on Glee as the Warblers, and they went on to make an album that sold 1.3 million copies just in case you didn't
1: think music was dead. I like that you guys are having a great conversation. I still feel obligated to read my biographical Point. Well, I got—I got a good one. You're being a real Hollywood Steve of it. Yeah. I got a
0: good—I got we'll a good get to fact. all of it. DJ I got a good fact. You. you know how in bands, how everybody hates the lead singer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy these guys have 14 lead singers they've been
1: around since the 60s maybe
0: so was, they have hundreds of former lead singers too
3: so that's I, I was gonna say that almost all these groups sound completely interchangeable but what you're saying is almost all of the members are also completely
1: interchangeable yeah i don't think so i think it takes a special man to be in the, the bubs um you listen to their albums i, I scan through their albums um and again i'm wondering if these kids get paid I I noticed that the 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 Bubs have some of the more inspired Stop song choices. The That's what they call them. Yeah, Mister Puna. Yeah, they have some of the more inspired okay. song choices. <laughs> I guess that will. Um, God, I hope the hell for your family's sake that you did your research with headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves like, acapella yeah, music. I think it's okay. Um, but these guys—they do a great "Sarah Smile." They do a great "Everybody Wants to Rule the World" and a couple other great songs.
0: I agree. I'll
3: give them props for for decent taste, but I, these these guys are the cream
1: of the college acapella crop. Wow. Uh, oh.
0: It's do you still some spoiled? Do you think cream they there. get points for originality when they have their competition, or is it whoever can can pick the most hack song that's popular at, at this moment? This was never really that popular. No, though. I'm not saying this these guys, guys. Yeah. So I'm questioning that because this is an inspired choice, as you
1: said. The key to success is to pick the biggest song, like all the modern groups that are doing it. There's a lot of people that didn't make the list. Like there's there's like single dudes that are really big who do it. I forgot their names. <laughs> but, and like you see their videos. There's like the there band different... called Single Dudes. Or is that just what it's made up of? It's made up of a single dude. <laughs> oh. um, but He's, I, 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 is, all right, it's, the rest of it's not very inspired stuff like this. It's an like inspired this, choice, it's, though, it's okay. like Hunter
3: said. But I don't think it works. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like the voices in Peter Gabriel's head arguing during therapy anymore. It just sounds like they get that this is a dramatic song, but they're not a hundred percent sure
0: why. Yeah. Yeah, hey. And these guys probably fucked a lot on campus, Let's
3: too.
1: Let's take a break. Oh, what's this? What's this? 50 song oh. songs from 50 soundtracks, sounding in a track, and here we go. 50
2: songs from 50 soundtracks, we got America on the run.
0: Yeehaw! We still right. got America so on the run. So good. Welcome to our new yeah.
1: segment. Fifty songs from fifty soundtracks. This is a good segment that I'm excited about. I'm yeah. not, I don't feel like I'm pulling my teeth out talking about a dumb state every week. Yeah, so we're going to talk about movies. Yeah. We're going to talk about songs from those movies, and you're going to insult way less parts of the country. Way fewer yeah. yeah, yeah, people. Have,
3: now, if we if we piss people off, it's just going to be the other nine artists on that soundtrack. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not Why picking. Why do they pick us? Or the director if we don't like the movie. Right. Well, let me uh, let me kick it off. You guys know the scene. Buffalo Bill's putting on his makeup and getting ready to dance with his dick tucked back in a silk robe and asks, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Yeah, the good part. Yeah, pretty erotic stuff. Yeah, Although, you've done this at parties. Oh, yeah. Don't try that at home, folks. I've yet to hear a story about any lady finding that sexy. Also, don't
1: murder people and wear their skin. Good. That's good advice. Thank you. I should have taken it. Yeah. Well... Um I'm itchy now. Yeah. 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 And you, you know, I can't get rid of the itch. Yeah, it's it's little, almost like I need another layer of skin on yeah, me
0: again. Kind of, he was listening to a lot to of Beelzebubs Start to, to smoke. <laughs>
3: um
2: what were are you digging in the dirt for JD? Digging Bodies a to put skin on
1: me. Yeah. All right. Since you're not reading it, I'm going to read it. Uh, Silence of the Lambs is one of. Oh, those- oh. Sorry, <laughs> that's my line. Silence of the Lambs is one of those movies that if you had had to, you had to see it before you saw every serial killer thriller from the 90s that followed it, because if you see it later, it feels stale. That was my problem. I saw it later. It's like, I've seen this movie before, yes. but I only now understand how groundbreaking it was. Well, it's because it invented all of the tropes. It's like watching Nosferatu
2: after watching Dracula, Dead loving it, <laughs> it's, true. it's just not as good. It's
0: true. <laughs> it's true. Uh,
2: the interesting thing about this song, it actually never appeared on the Silence of the Lamb soundtrack uh, because the Lamb soundtrack was all orchestral scores from the movie, and there was no room for this little gem, but you can find it elsewhere. Uh, Jonathan Demme, the director, had already used it three years earlier in his forgettable film Married to the Mob. There's a scene where Michelle Pfeiffer is trying to seduce uh, Matthew Modine and turns the song on in the background, even calls attention to it. It's kind of hard to watch now because I associate this song with so much with Silence of the Lambs. It's hard to, it's hard to watch because, well, it's hard to watch because it's a bad movie, Married to the Mob. But when the song comes on, all I think about is uh, that sexy guy with his dick tucked back. That's
1: not such a hard thing to think about. Yeah. Well, that scene was also in Married with Married to the Mob. It was just in the background. Yeah, Yeah. Watch Married to the Mob again. Watch it. Stop every frame. It's there.
2: It's there. All right. During this song. Uh, For a while, the Married to the Mob soundtrack was kind of a hot record because it was the only place this song was released. It was super rare and people didn't know about it, so you'd occasionally find it in the dollar bin. Hunter, didn't I get this for you? No, I think I got it
0: for you because this used to be my favorite fun fact, and whenever we tried to be a little sexy by tucking our dick between our legs, we'd talk about it. Yeah, I miss having you as a roommate. Yeah. It's
2: good times. Yeah. Kiana Diana Lazarus fled an abusive marriage and was singing with her band, The Resurrection, in New York City, where she also worked as a cab driver. She picked up Jonathan Demi one night and heard her music playing in her cab. Like, she always had her songs playing in her cab.
1: Um, I would, too, if my music was this good. Yeah. I like
2: this. Well, that's why I always uh, play our podcast in my car. <laughs> in <laughs> case, uh,
1: some director goes, "What? Po- I should make a movie of this yeah. podcast." Yeah. Hey, I've had the director of Norbit in my car. Oh, so, you know uh, something. So uh, while this podcast was on, I've been in his. Uh, no, I've been in his office and I pitched him uh, episodes for the Fred the TV show. Was it you that told me he
2: had the giant autographed Norbit poster behind his desk? I'm sure
1: he does because that's what directors do. Yeah. Was it
2: autographed by Norbit? No, it was. It said something like <laughs> he autographed it. Yeah, Eddie Murphy said Said, we did it! Another classic. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: it is some kind of classic. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You have more fun facts about uh, Q. Uh, oh,
3: uh, so 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 she picks up Jonathan Demi, and he hears her yeah, music. flies her out cat. to uh,
2: flies her out to California. I'm gonna put you in the pictures, kid. Stick and with me. Yeah. I'll make you stop. Exactly. It's like you were there. Um, he first used her music in an even more forgettable movie called Something Wild, which I think was a Dennis Quaid vehicle. Maybe. So
1: no. this, this this is that's an important movie. But this so this song is kind of like like uh, Greg Grunberg <laughs> in JJ Abrams movies and TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Uh
1: let's see. Oh, will somebody read the last paragraph I did because
0: I gotta set a plug hole. JD thinks this sounds like uh, retro techno, yeah. which is now popular today. I do. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate how JD is soft pitching genres in right now, because that really gets the creative juices flowing for future episodes. Oh, like Stealth Christian with uh YouTube,
3: yeah, for example. yeah. Just
0: like that. It's great. I, I use that all
2: first season. Yeah, or maybe uh maybe there's a genre of worse a cappella music we could delve into.
0: I gotta say, I was thinking about doing an acapella one, but it was doing world acapella. Yeah, since this since this developed at uh, universities in the United States, and it it was about how we've spread our poison to the world.
2: (laughs) Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. It was a fun segment. Yeah, it was a good time. We talked about
1: films. Yeah, you got forty nine more coming at you. Hey, plug holes back with a vengeance. All right, hey. I want to put this is what I want to plug. This guy posted this Coachella lineup parody poster. His name's Mike Davey, a.k.a. Uh, Linus Elf. We talk yeah, about yeah. him all. He asked a lot. He has a lot of yacht questions. And yacht yacht and yeah. But he posted this poster on Twitter. It imagines if Coachella was made up entirely of yacht rockers. It's brilliant. It's clearly inspired by our podcast. That's right, what makes it brilliant. Yeah, right down to like the third day bands being like Bugatti and Musker, <laughs> and then in quotation marks, the Dukes. Even that can't tell. Yeah.
0: I think Lauren Wood was on it twice. I assume one of those was going to be Chunky, Novi, and Ernie.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And the bookers clearly got desperate to fill all the time because the bottom lines are full of, like, uh, like Yacht Rock, yeah. Marina Rockers. But I'll put it up on the captain's blog so you all can check it out there. Um, so go to yachtrock.com. And I'll click on t shirts. We got t shirts, buttons, everything. Yeah, further. there's right now. More, uh, more stuff in the hot Yeah, We're going to get more and more stuff up there. Get a little piece of Beyond Yacht Rock. To, have it sent to your house. I sent it from my home to yeah. your home. Yeah. JD's touched everything on your body. My pubes, one of my pubes might wind up in it. Yeah, if it's white, it's probably his beard pubes. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's face poops. Not The only white pubes on my body. Yeah, you got some? Uh, of course. Yeah. I'm I'll going be, gray early. I'll have to check that out. Uh, our Patreon should be up by this time. It will well. be. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. We're gonna do a Patreon this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we will see how it goes. You can subscribe as little as a buck. Uh, the most basic perk that we you get yacht and yacht priority. Yeah. Like if you if you're a patron, we got a lot in the hopper yeah. for Yachter and yacht. If you if you're a Patreon subscriber and you you ask a Yachter and yacht question, we're gonna take yours before non patrons. But if you're somebody who's like I have I don't have money I can't give you any money. There's lots of ways it can. Contribute to the show You can make bumpers For us You can write a little Paragraph about a Yacht Rock song you love For the Captain's blog yeah. and There's a lot of Different ways you can Contribute to the show You also Non-Patreon Paying Contributors Can also have Yacht Yeah
0: yacht. but at the end Of the day A dollar is probably Easier Yeah
1: We'll have other tiers, too, if you're very rich. Yeah, we'll have some fun stuff. And yeah. You want to hang out with us? Yeah. yeah this is going to be great. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it should be, it should be a good time. And, and the money we raise is going to help us do things like travel to your town to exactly. put on a live yes. show. That's, 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 the, that's, the, ultimate that's uh, the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate goal. To
2: buy cool new merch to sell. Right. so we stop operating at a loss.
1: To maybe pay people who help us out a couple bucks here and there. Yeah, exactly. Or fly them
2: out, or take them to a Hollow Notes concert, or
1: whatever. Yeah, so Patreon, check it out. Uh... I, I got You probably just Google Beyond Yacht Rock Patreon Or I think it's backslash Yacht Rock, Yacht Rock. I don't know. Well, we'll figure we'll it, figure
0: out, it yeah. out over this year
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, Welcome to the boat, everyone Okay, oh, we need to do A bumper Oh Number Number
3: five. Five.
1: Sunshine. Ooh. I like this song When Michael Jackson does it, for sure. Yeah, I liked this song. Um... So here they are. These are the dudes who did the super cool theme song to Where in the World is Carmen San Diego and fooled 13-year-old JD into believing that a cappella music could be rock and roll. That's God what I wouldn't give to hear the theme from Where in the World exactly. is Carmen San
3: Diego it, It's because right it's now. an
0: original song. Yeah. It's a, there's nothing wrong with a cappella, doo right. barbershop if you're doing original songs or at least songs that are period appropriate to that yeah. medium. And it's, it's when you get sassy and do a brand new Adele song. Yeah, that's that. Ugh. Yeah. It's like it's like when I got on an airplane. Uh, it was Virgin Airlines, so they
3: were playing music, and they played the Glee cast version of uh, Journeys. Don't stop Believin', and I was like, What the fuck is this shit? I didn't know at the time it was the
2: Glee cast. I had to like go goo like, What the hell was that awful piece of shit I heard on the plane? So that's why I always avoided their stage. I didn't hear that? Um, shit. And the name Rockapella is extremely misleading.
0: Oh, my. Yeah. It was fun. I liked these guys when they were on. Well, you know, the, they've Carmen got attitude. They're Where in Wikipedia, the world is Carmen
2: Wikipedia page said they sang on the show and provided comic relief. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they did. They were on screen presence. Oh, like I'll I'll a talk Kevin about Eubanks type. I'll talk about that in a minute. Buffy Goldberg and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Billy Crystal. um Guys, it's gonna, gonna leave, anyone. <laughs> is no big feat covering one of Michael Jackson's best songs and having it turn out pretty good, right? But to cover this song as an a cappella group called Rockapella and avoid any embarrassing missteps? You've climbed some kind of Everest there, I think. Uh, the Rockapella would uh, have been a better name. <laughs> the bassist guy going doop 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 that kind of bothers me a little bit. Yeah, and you know what? I guarantee he's pantomiming playing a bass while he does <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. which but, all these guys do, and it's awful. That's the element for me that make, that stops it from crossing over that good line. Um, that's so, it. You nailed it, yep. Dave. Uh, so, Rockapella. <laughs> bass. Stand-up bass, by the way. Rockapella is a portmanteau of rock and acapella. Oh, thanks for explaining oh. that there, Hollywood Steve. No problem. So, like, most awesome rockers, these guys were discovered by Kathy Lee Gifford in 1988. Yeah, <laughs> as they do. She was the first one to put them on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and from Why there, isn't there any white entertainment television? <laughs> from there they exploded. Or at least a guy in the band probably made an explosion noise with his mouth. Well, like at police academy. Yeah. So these guys were so successful, one member decided to leave the group to pursue his dream of becoming a lawyer. <laughs>
0: Oh God so That's then, how fame hungry so Everybody then, in a rock, an acapella group is There is a dream about making it
1: big I think there was a divisive girlfriend Behind the scenes Egging him out like,
3: You should leave the group And become a
1: lawyer I think it was just his dream um, So these guys performed The Carmen Sandiego theme uh, And it must have been A very big deal for them Because their Wikipedia Has a section called The post-Carmen Sandiego years <laughs> Which is where they currently are In their career uh, um. Oh god, they're
0: beautiful. They're beautiful.
1: <laughs> uh, but, but, but anything else? Important about this. Oh, yeah. This is this is from Rocapella's 2013 album called Motown and More, which is just this song and the rest is Jethro Tull covers. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and more. This is actually post Motown for the uh, Jacksons. Yeah, th- th- it's an th- epic, I think. But uh, Rocapella is a group that doesn't shy away from originals. In 2016, they released two original songs: Better Together, a pro-Hillary song, and Sir God a Lot, an anti-Trump song. Thanks a lot, Roc acapella worked great yeah fucking, it's their fault out you of touch it. coastal elites <laughs> all right
3: Number four.
2: steve you're really good at these. thank you very much
1: Here they are. This is the group that got me on the acapella kick when my boy Junior introduced me to their 12 Days of Christmas. This is Straight No Chaser with... Phil Collins himself reprising his role as the guy who sings against all odds. It might it makes sense that a six-year-old came
2: up with this genre. And it's a pretty and good turned way to you sum, on to sum it. it up. It's music that six-year-olds and white preppies
1: would like. But hey, just he just turned seven. Oh, happy birthday and junior. It, and his musical taste is slowly improving. So give him a little slack. Alright, he's a good kid. <laughs> Very slow. Um, <laughs> he, he likes he likes techno. So straight no chaser is how you order a drink of booze if you're kind of a badass but not really <laughs> it's a perfect name for an acapella troupe but the implication is that in a song the singing is the booze and the instruments are just what you wash it down with I don't buy that premise uh, but let's learn about Straight No Chaser
0: it, it's also an ironic name that their name is uh, Straight No Chaser because every member of the group is named Chase <laughs>
1: yeah that's right but not Chaser yeah <laughs>
0: I could have gone for an easy uh, gay
1: joke there, but I yeah. didn't, you homophones. <laughs> okay, that's freaking Dave, the casual libel. <laughs> you gay guys, right? It's my pick to click in 2017, casual libel with Dave This, this group of
0: gays, uh, guys. I just went for the, <laughs> the very white name of Chase. Yeah.
1: Um, so these guys actually have a crazy story. Oh, I bet they do. It is kind of, it's, kind of, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> Did All they right. try to get a, get a cat drunk on peppermint schnapps once? <laughs> not that yeah. no, no, crazy. He, not he didn't he. say wild. They're in an acapella band. <laughs> um, so they started at Indiana University in the late 90s and performed that crazy version of 12 Days of Christmas amongst their other numbers. Then they disbanded and went about their lives. In 2007, a video of them doing 12 Days of Christmas showed up on YouTube and went viral. And then they got a Five record deal. Wait, wait, five records? Yeah. This album was number 23 on the charts at some point. The pop charts? Yeah, yeah. So one day you're jerking off to your a cappella group memories, and the next you're singing with the guy who sang Sasudia. Yeah. Life can be crazy.
2: I'm pretty sure this collaboration came about when Phil Collins was looking for a way to make his music more accessible to white people. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. This is is a way gutsier performance by Phil Collins than this gig deserves. Yeah. This is an emotionally and mentally destructive life
2: experience. Yeah. I set my backyard on fire to this song.
0: That, uh. <laughs> that Phil Collins like poured his heart into, and these guys were able to distill into its blandest, most vacant form. Oh, like
1: the Eric Clapton unplugged version of Layla. Yeah, like all good art, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I have a suspicion they used the vocal track from the original song, but I have no way of researching it without calling the producer on the phone, because no one writes anything about a cappella music. <laughs> Except us, uh, with our 16
0: And I, I want to remind people, on campus, these guys fuck all the time. Each, each other. other. No, hey, no, no, no. They are fucking superstars. These guys got five albums.
1: Um, next song. Give us that tone. Number. Number. Number, number. All right. And don't Worry Be Happy went viral. In 1988, I got Bobby McFerrin's tape. Simple Pleasures. It's got some covers. It's got some originals. It's a super good album. Because unlike all of the hacks we've heard today, it's the fact that Bobby McFerrin has an original voice. There's a unique tone to his acapella that's refreshing to hear. It's true, because he's a he's a jazz vocalist, and this Simple Pleasures album was one of his only pure pop efforts. He's known more than he's known as more than a one-man acapella dude. Um, yeah, yeah. He's making a very retarded chest pounding. That's no, what he this does. Is exactly what he does. Yeah. Well, he looks, yeah. uses his own chest as a percussion. But that's not instrument. all he does. So according to Wikipedia, his vocal tech his unique vocal techniques such as singing fluidly but with a quick and considerable jumps in pitch, for example, sustaining a melody while also rapidly alternating with arpeggios and harmonies, as well as scat singing, polyphonic overtone singing, and improvisational vocal percussion. This guy does Don't worry be happy was a morning turd for Bobby McFerrin. And you won a bunch of Grammys. Jazz ones. Not just for Don't Worry Be Happy, jazz ones too. I want to go back to JD
2: saying what you were doing looked retarded. I, that's what he does. I that's, just did that's, the Bobby yeah, McFerrin things. That's, that's, I think it's the gesture you were making that caused that hurtful
1: remark. Um, Wikipedia is full of Bobby McFerrin fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to pick up on it. Uh, He's not going to apologize. He's no, not going to humor me. He did the Cosby Show theme one season. You guys remember, uh, that? I I remember, remember that one? I remember that very, very much. Clearly. I forgot about that yeah. one. He once played, this is fun. He played a Herbie Hancock concert using his voice to round out the horn section with the Marsalis brothers. Like here's our two horn players and a guy pretending to be a horn. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Did he mime playing the horn while he sang, or no idea? No, Did he's
0: he
3: doing
1: taste. this. They didn't need a drummer. They just needed a fake horn. But that's what he does. He just does that. Not all the time. He's also just a jazz vocalist. Um, Some of his albums have music on them. Back in, Hunter.
2: Uh, back in 88, he performed "The Star-Spangled Banner." On SNL. And the most interesting thing about the performance is that I remember it. Oh, good job, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else does an a cappella version of the national anthem? Michael Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you which is better, but
1: I don't want to listen to either. Um, oh, by the way, this is Sunshine of Your Love. By It's a cream cover. <laughs> I think it's a really special song, because not only is it from a snapshot in time when "Sunshine of Your Love" was enjoying a resurgence for some reason. You guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like America gets infatuated with Australia every few years. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's um, like, oh, hey, "Sunshine of My Love." Yeah, Cream. Eric Clapton was in that band. Second Eric Clapton reference.
1: This way that he's recreating the guitars, I feel like it's really original. It's more than an impression of a guitar that you'd hear in most acapella songs. It's kind of—it's like a human humming. It's, it's a a very original. He soul impression. into it, and it feels very—it feels. Very very nice. this song almost doesn't fit the genre. I think it's so good. You know what else? Uh, And I swear to God, when I was listening
0: to this, I got a bloody nose at this point. (laughs) You texted me. That is not a joke. I I blew my nose and blood came out. (laughs) I think my brain
1: was dying at this point. Um, So in conclusion, get that pitch pipe ready. Bobby McFerrin is uniquely talented. Way more than Don't Worry Be Happy guy. He has dreadlocks now. Listen, I just think that everybody should quit acapella. This is the part that gave me...
0: This is like mm-hmm. scanners. I think these acapella people are like scanners. <laughs> <laughs> number, 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 number,
3: number, number, number two. 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 Somewhere
1: back in a Fuck day. you. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is awesome. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) This is Italian a cappella group Neri Percasso, which means blacks by chance.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Wait,
2: what?
1: That's like what a white guy talks about his friend that happens to be black. <laughs> I have uncles who tell stories. Yeah, you know, I was talking to this guy at work, this black guy, and we were talking about the tiger. He's nothing to do. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Um, I, I have a father-in-law that'll bring up the black neighborhood. <laughs> no reason. No, it's like it's a neighborhood. Um. So this is well, this is what a fool believes, obviously, and they're they're incorporating the lyrics into the doobie bounce. That's awesome, right? No, and you hear that? Like, Hand claps, fellas, hand claps. Ah, that's great. Um, but the real song is this guy, the singer. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, listen to him. He's awesome. He's the anti-Michael McDonald. His name's Mario Biondi. They call him the the Prince of Italian Jazz. He, he was in his 30s when he recorded this in, in 2008. He's 45 today. He speaks good English, too. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was a 70-year-old jazz legend. I thought he was an old dude that they had to sing on this. He's young. He, he sounds like if Barry White was a creepy
3: uncle. What a fool believes, little girl.
1: (laughs) He looks like a creepy uncle, too. He's bald, has a little beard. He's always with beautiful Italian women in his videos. I love this guy. I love the way his voice just cuts in. It's kind of so unwelcome. It's funny. It's rough and gruff. It's not smooth. But once you get deeper into the song, you can't even remember the Doobie version. Probably because your nose is bleeding and you're having a stroke. Um, But if you were to force me to stand on a desert island with a male jazz vocalist, Some kind of fucking crooner You get to pick the island But I get to pick the crooner And I pick Mario Biondi And I barely know him I've only heard two songs But I think he's great Um, It's great His his,
3: his weird voice I mean it's not a terrible voice It's just a little weird It takes me out of it But what really takes me out of this arrangement Is where they turn the keyboard parts Into the chorus Into sung lyrics They put words to the keyboard parts And especially because they stress an article. It's what a fool believes. You would never stress your articles because it's always a bad idea.
1: Listen, they're Italian. It always comes out awkward. You got to give them a break. They're Italians. It's the country that gave us Frank Stallone. Go easy on them. All right.
3: Number. Num num
0: number one.
2: Don't the fuck is it with you in uh, this How song? dare you?
0: Listen, I think JD's <laughs> trying to tell us he wants a bunch of, he wants us naked in a dude pile
1: for yeah. Christmas. Uh, Christmas rock, is over. Beyond yacht rock pile on, on JD. Yeah. To- Oxford out of the blue. All I want for Christmas is you. Here it is, an American holiday classic, originally <laughs> by America's queen of singing, <laughs> Mariah Carey. This song is so powerful and now officially knows no borders. Here, some of the most brilliant minds in international a cappella, the boys of the University of Oxford's Out of the Blue, have handpicked this perfect musical example of cold winter desire. This is that poison I was talking about. coming
3: out of. Thank God they did an a cappella version of this, because the original was way too edgy for
2: me. (laughs) You know what? What we're seeing here is J.D. trying to defend his shitty selection from sex me-ups. Much like Trump, he's doubling down on his own idiot. I,
3: I'm surprised he only
1: picked two of his former number ones for this episode. Uh, you know, I I gotta say, I scoured I scoured acapella things for good covers, and I you know if there was a song I, I listened to that I knew like I knew I listened to it, and hey, listen this this is the cream that floats to just above the bottom of the cup. Like it is it's bad it's bad out there. How many bloody noses did you get? I probably got one or two. Um, there's some bad stuff, but this is not one of them because by Oxford Out of the Blue, aka British and Smart Menudo. This was founded by a guy who studied his undergrad at Harvard, yes, America Harvard, and sang in the a cappella group the Harvard Callbacks. <laughs> His experience singing a cappella with really smart, preppy guys at Harvard did not satiate his desires. So, in 2000, when he got to Oxford to get even smarter, he formed Out of the Blue. You think he named it after Oral Herschizer's 1989
2: autobiography? Absolutely. I, I think he named it after the Debbie Gibson album, myself.
0: Mm. Or the Happy Days spinoff about a bumbling angel named
1: Random. Oh, this, is, this part's awful. They sneak it, the wrong song into the song. Actually, uh, I think it's, I think he was trying to give it to Yaley's. <laughs> um, and I picked the Phil
3: Spector arrangement of Santa Claus is Coming to Town, just to show that when it comes to Christmas music, they're very hip and with it. Exceedingly hip, uh, you and might British. say, Rashida.
1: Um, so this, this group of brilliant students, when tasked to find the perfect charity song for the holiday season, were, of course, drawn to this, the greatest holiday, no, excuse me, quite possibly the greatest song ever written. But then they just make it okay. They, they rape it with that Santa Claus is coming to town part in the middle. Mariah Carey must be turning over in her grave at the Joe Walsh Memorial Cemetery. As if, God rest their souls. As if Mariah Carey isn't dealing with enough shit right now. That's a good countdown. You guys have anything else to say about this stuff? I have a long thing you want me to yeah, say. Yes, I'd it. like to hear it. Okay. Here, let me start this song over.
0: <laughs> Fuck you.
1: It's-
0: Okay, so I have I, I do have something
1: to say from the bottom of my heart
0: I truly envy people who can earnestly do acapella These are good people with hearts of gold. They have a kindness and innocence that I could only hope to have These college students will look most likely most likely become well-adjusted adults with great careers and families they will not die in an alcohol-induced coma, have sex with 16-year-old groupies, or shoot heroin into their dick on the off chance that they might see Satan. Except for the Tufts above, Maybe them. <laughs> and they will probably be doctors and lawyers and accountants and will help those who find it difficult to help themselves. I'm from Flint, Michigan. I hear this kind of unadulterated happiness and positivity and I have an innate environmentally created need to strengthen it, shoot it, and dump it off the of bridge. Yeah. And that's not healthy, and I know oh, yes this. yes, it is. So I am sorry, acapella groups, for being so negative.
1: Please bring your edgy, edgeless joyless, <laughs> your edgeless joyfulness to the bet to my betters and enjoy your twenties.
0: And I promise to continue to work on myself. That's in- all I want to say to you, acapella
1: cappella. And in conclusion, I think this music's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what didn't make the list,
2: Dave? Uh, I had originally asked JD to put a no effects vocal medley here. No, oh, I can here. play it. Wow. I, I ripped it, yeah, you know, I ripped it for the show, but after listening to all this terrible music, I'm happy to just listen to silence. More acapella. this is this is four white people uh, that are singing this in a graffiti bathroom because it was probably the edgiest thing they could find. And they're singing murder the government right now. It's, it's ironic. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Steve, what uh, would we miss? Uh, I would have I would
3: have chosen Baby on Board by the B-Sharps. Oh,
1: yeah, that's okay. It's yeah. a great choice. <clears throat> uh, won a Grammy.
0: Uh, uh, Grammy. <laughs> um, I would have chosen uh, my wife's college a cappella group, was called the William Street Mix, uh, something by them.
2: So when you said uh, you wouldn't say why you know the history of all a cappella groups... <laughs> It's because your yeah,
1: love of your life was in one.
0: Yeah, and also I knew other people in college uh, who were in a cappella group, and they all had the same story. They were in the like acapellas instead of the <laughs> yeah whatever the the yeah, like the, the Spartan, sponsored the Spartan discords. Yeah, came from
1: another they
0: all spring from another Yeah.
1: yeah. Hey, speaking of doop dupe, doop dupe, doop dupe, doop doop, next week Hunter's in the captain's chair with a little genre he likes to call
0: yes, the original. Okay, Pella, uh, I'm doing a thing about doop, except
1: this is new op. How would you define that quickly? Yeah, they'll you find out, right, but it's, yeah. it's basically yeah, in this week. week. Basically right, in the spoiler age. alert. Hey, 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 everyone, find this week's. Oh, okay, yeah, I do have to stop it. Okay. <laughs> Find this week's OK playlist by following Jader Rizner on Spotify. You know what it's like reading over acapella? It's like reading over like a conversation going on. <laughs> like, re- Let's hope write- it's easier to listen to. Yeah. An annoying conversation. Uh- <laughs> 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 I want to hear about this. It's
0: key. It might be getting good. Wait, no, no. no.
1: <laughs> uh, so follow me, J.D. Riznar on Spotify for our playlist. Go to Yachtrock.com to buy t-shirts. Read the Captain's blog. Oh, and buy Gene Meat Buttons. we got yeah, Gene Meat button Buttons up are there back. for sure. Button uh, packs. See show notes by Tim Malcolm. He's falling behind because of his little baby, but there's a lot of really great stuff, their yeah. company uh, episodes. Uh, and follow Tim Malcolm for fun facts at Timothy Malcolm on Twitter. Send questions via Twitter at Yachtrock. Follow J.D. at J.D. Riznar. Follow Hollywood Steve at Hollywood Steve. H. Follow Dave at David underscore B underscore Lions. Follow Hunter and Hunter Stare. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook. Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram. Rate and review us on iTunes. I, iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's delightful. Your reviews help us pick up heat, so please take time today to write us a review. Thanks to us for doing such a great job on the bumpers. I think we really hit a high watermark yeah, there. It. It's going to be hard to, to follow up that act. Additional bumpers by Rob Crow. No, additional... The themes are by Rob Crow and Mark Rivers. This is recorded by Matt Brousseau. Thanks to Dustin, Jason, Noah, Kristen, and the entire Feral Audio family. I think that is the entire Feral Audio family. might be a couple others here and there. Yeah. Uh, check out other Feral Audio podcasts at feralaudio.com. <laughs> 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 Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Yeah. So it's a little bit off. That was JD. I think it might be Steve. might be a little bit off. It's
1: me. Oh, it's Oh, it's me. Goodbye these a cappella groups because I'm jealous. Do
0: do